presented by Facebook. Hey, good morning, Playbookers. I'm Raghuma Navalin. It's a Monday. Today's show, why a red tsunami might not be headed to the midterms. It's our Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. It's been a long time since we've seen National Democrats in such a good mood about their electoral chances. Over the last few weeks, amid a spate of legislative movement, falling gas prices, stumbling Republican Senate candidates, and the sense of a growing backlash to efforts to restrict abortion, the fight for control of Congress seems to have tightened. Gone are the days when pundits confidently predicted a red tsunami. The latest poll from NBC News, which still shows Republicans with a lead in the generic congressional ballot, had two data points that stuck out to us. One, Democrats have almost eliminated the enthusiasm gap with Republicans. Notes Mark Murray, quote, According to the survey, 68% of Republicans express a high level of interest in the upcoming election versus 66% for Democrats. That two-point GOP advantage is down from 17 points in March and 8 points in May. For the pollsters, the biggest contributing factor was, unsurprisingly, the Supreme Court's Dobb decision, which overturned Roe v. Wade. You can expect Democrats to continue hammering the issue in the 11 weeks remaining before Election Day. As Bloomberg put it in a headline Sunday about the role of abortion rights in the election, quote, Democrats sense new optimism for blunting GOP's midterm gains. And two, Voters rank threats to democracy as a more important issue than cost of living. In May, high prices topped voters' list of concerns. A few important things have happened since then. Gas prices have dropped substantially from a national average of 462 in May, down to 390 as of Sunday. The first set of January 6 committee hearings wrapped up with the barrage of new revelations and allegations against former President Donald Trump and his allies. And then came the FBI search of Mar-a-Lago which again threw Trump in the spotlight. Democrats are hopeful that the FBI-Trump ordeal will give them an opportunity to further differentiate themselves from Republicans with voters. But that can be a mixed bag. Trump often takes up all the oxygen in the room, preventing Democrats from getting proactive attention for the issues of their choosing. Many people in Biden world insist they aren't overly concerned they won't be breaking through. One advisor to President Joe Biden told us Sunday night, quote, people don't watch MSNBC and CNN all day. They watch their local news. They read their local paper. No offense, but not everybody wakes up in the morning and reads Playbook. I can only assume those people listen to this podcast. Politico's Meredith McGraw and Caitlin O'Prisco report this morning that some Republicans are warning that the recent focus on the FBI's Mar-a-Lago search allowed Democrats' massive reconciliation bill to go largely unanswered in the public sphere. The bill passed so quickly, in the end, that conservatives had little opportunity to build grassroots opposition and outrage like they did for the Affordable Care Act and other big legislation. Quote, whereas conservative activism has, in past cycles, been driven by opposition to Democratic authored policies or actions, the modern version has been fed by culture war issues and, more often than not, Trump himself. Here's what's up in Washington this week, starting with the White House. The president has nothing on his public schedule. The vice president has nothing on her public schedule. The House and the Senate are out today. Here's the week ahead. On Wednesday, the Bidens will head back to the White House from Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. On Thursday, the Bidens will go to Montgomery County, Maryland for a DNC event. And on Friday, Biden will head back to Delaware, this time Wilmington, for the weekend. A couple other things to circle on your calendar. Today, the U.S. and South Korea begin the largest joint military exercise in half a decade. On Tuesday, statewide primary in New York and Florida. On Wednesday, the one-year anniversary of House Democrats passing a $3.5 trillion framework for the ill-fated Build Back Better package. 
On Thursday, the Jackson Hole Economic Symposium opens in Wyoming, and on Friday, new inflation numbers. The Personal Consumption Expenditures Price Index, which is the Fed's preferred inflation number, comes out at 8.30 a.m. Fed Chair Jerome Powell will address Jackson Hole later in the day. All right, for more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Raghuman of and have a good week. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. Facebook is taking action to keep its platform safe. Their safety and security teams are over 40,000 strong, more than the size of the FBI. In the last six years, Facebook spent over $16 billion, enough to build seven pro stadiums, all to help create safer connections. And more than 40 million people are using Facebook's privacy checkup each month. That's nearly 60 times the population of Washington, D.C. And they're doing all of this to keep their platform safe. Learn more about the work ahead at facebook.com forward slash action.